The Martyr of All Martyrs. William Wallace faced one of the most brutal public executions in history, all while spitting in the face of his oppressors. Even over 700 years later, he is the most prominent Scottish national icon. Today we're going to tell his tale the way he would have wanted, with a belly full of booze and friends by his side. This is the Historical Blunders Podcast. All right, welcome to the Historical Blunders Podcast. I am Jake, and this is my daddy. Ah, fuck you. I'm Nate. <laughs> and today we have a special guest. I'm Zach. Zach is my little brother, and we're very glad for him to, to be here today. Actually, he's my older brother. I couldn't get away with that. And more handsome. So we're going to talk... Add the baby handsome. Definitely skinnier, but... Uh, <laughs> Less hair. So we're going to talk about William Wallace, and the first oh. thing... <laughs> And Nate's trying to drink scotch like a man. Uh, it's very it's telling. You're not actually a man, are you? No, I take drinks, not sips. Uh, that's my <laughs> mojito. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. Do you want an umbrella in that, too? or? I mean, if you got one. It's from a can. Yeah. So? Uh, how right. embarrassing. You're from a can. All right. All right. So we're talking about William Wallace today. And the first thing you'll find out when you read anything about him is that movie is way off. Just right off the bat, because I think most people have seen Braveheart the movie. And growing up, when I first saw it, I thought it was the coolest, most badass thing ever. And it's the reason why we're talking about it today. Yeah. Right? We're fanboys. We love Mel Gibson. Right? Everything about him. All the comments he's made. <laughs> <sighs> you got to take some... In the- Cause like what the whole uh, sound of freedom <laughs> shit. Shut up! I've been drinking. Uh, the whole sound of freedom thing, the child trafficking thing. I can support that. That was that was a cool movie. But then you know all the anti-Semitic shit. I'm not cool with. So I know nothing about all this because <laughs> I don't watch the news at all. Yeah, actually, I don't. I just know he made some kind of Jewish jokes and he got in trouble. I don't know the details. All I know is he <laughs> fucked up the English. Well, Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's let's get to it, right? So, there's first off. Also, we don't really know the truth about William Wallace in its entirety. A lot of it is kind of from poems or stories that was written about him. And Nate's going to talk about that a little bit later. But yeah. just to just to preface all this, right? This happened over 700 years ago, and in we're doing our best. 96 ish. Yeah, it was a long time ago, and this, we're doing, you know, different different places have different yes. information on Well, also, sure. like, uh, in our uh, witch, first witch hunt episode, we talked about all the Scottish shit. It was very poorly documented, even then, like, just, I think Scots just want to drink and do shit and not write shit down. McCallish, yeah. <laughs> so, so, just with the movie, there's so many differences, and we'll go through them here, but it's kind of like... The SpongeBob episode about fine dining, you know, <laughs> clear your mind of everything yeah. of the movie because it's all different from the <laughs> from, from reality. reality yeah. The way I was thinking about it was maybe like, you know, you know the movie Rocky, I and, like and, I hate that movie. and and how Rocky isn't even real, but Philadelphia loves Rocky. That's like, a good way to put it. Yeah, like they're like all about Rocky. Yeah, I mean, it's, but William Wallace was an actual. person. He was a real person, but there's so much myth and yeah. mythology behind it that it almost takes on that like for for scottish but even yeah. even with that though it means so much to that culture and those people too yeah. which yep. is kind of neat like william wallace he's true it's a real story and he was a hero but it's different than the movie so anyway all right a little bit so to start i have prima nocta nate <laughs> was prima nocta real i mean technically it's real but back then no no it it's not, not real Actually, I read, so not only did it absolutely not happen around his time yeah. in Scotland, but there are writings about Prima Nocta being enacted uh, in medieval Europe yeah. in some places. And like, actually... It's something to actually... A lot of people say that there's no actually ev- like true, true evidence. evidence of yeah. Prima Nocta being 
you know, performed. No, so actually, it was something that people would use as propaganda against, like, tyrannical kings of the time. Because, like, what else would piss you off more than being like, dude, they're taking women's wives yeah. on their wedding night? They're taking women's wives? Lots of... Lots Did of, I say women's yes. wives? <laughs> lots lot of lesbians of, in uh, Scotland. Yeah. I'm so nervous. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, no. The also, whole... <laughs> can we talk about... I'm wearing a kilt, too. He is wearing a kilt, and he's st- sitting directly <laughs> yeah, in I front forgot. of me. So, I forgot it's an audio podcast. Yeah, I don't understand. We're not a YouTube <laughs> podcast, right? Not so... yet. One day. Maybe you know. someday. But then we'll get flagged for partial nudity because I'm gonna share in stone you over here. Oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> no basic instinct shit. All Wrong right. movie. So the next thing is Braveheart. Was William Wallace nicknamed Braveheart at the time? No. 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 No, he was not. But who was? Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. The Bruce. So when I when I was looking into that. Like, just imagine going into battle after you're dead, and, like, your knight's just like, lead us, brave heart, and chucks your fucking urn into battle. Right, so, (laughs) imagine being that guy that got hit with a fucking urn. Like, what the fuck? So, let's explain it, right? Because everyone's so fucking confused right now. So it's so fucking stupid. So, it is stupid, but, so, on his deathbed, Robert the Bruce was like, man... I wish I had done a crusade, <laughs> like, of all the things. Because, you know, that's the biggest regret in every man's life. Yeah. It's never like, did a crusade. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he was like, I really, really wish I did a crusade. So he wanted his heart carved out after he died and brought to battle at a crusade. Yeah. But what I thought was weird is <laughs> Which that is they, what Nate was talking yeah. about. When is he they just cremated was like, him. Throwing stuff at Muslims. Ah! <laughs> well, that's what, what I love, though, is that they cremated him and his ashes were in there, too. But with his actual heart, too. Yeah. Oh. I bet everybody looked around the table. They're like, are we really going to do this? And the, one, uh, and the dude they gave it to was just like, yes. <laughs> so it's one of those things that Robert the Bruce, too, was not like this noble, uh, like, prim and proper kind of guy that the he movie portrays. Leprosy. He was more like William Wallace's counterpart <laughs> in reality. Yeah. He once cut a guy in half on the battlefield. <laughs> like, just in one awesome. swoop. Right. Which is not what you think the guy in the movie could do so wait the guy in the movie didn't betray him no also that so he did not betray william wallace Mm. uh he was betrayed by other people but robert the bruce was more on his side than not i would say and actually right when he stepped down robert the bruce took over as guardian of scotland which we'll explain yes all right talk about the portrayal of longshank's son nate well, I don't think he was actually gay. Really? Oh. He was a homosexual, absolutely. Oh. Uh it's I mean it's kind of not super clear. They didn't really write that much, but he had a partner <laughs> that uh he was very close with and uh actually later in his time as king, like the other uh nobles and people that he uh kind of worked worked as like their board of directors, I guess <laughs> you mean as like a king. They were like, dude, you need to send him away if you want to keep being king. <laughs> He's kind of damping your style. And King Edward II was not a good king. He actually ended up getting supplanted by his son. Yeah. His son so, overthrew him. <laughs> so he was wimpy as well as gay? So or I don't know. Just... I don't know if he was wimpy, but he did not do well as a king, mm. I would say. Like like Longshanks, right? Edward I, they kind of like portray him as like a middle-of-the-road king. But as far as like Edwards the second, it's yeah. like oh, he's not, it's yeah. not as good. I don't know I don't if it means I he think, was wimpy. Yeah. But... Well, not in the movie. Though. Edwards Longshanks the first. Edward in the movie the was, was pretty. Was kind of a badass. Was kind of not a badass, just a tyrant, just a yeah. Asshole. He got shit done, but in reality, he wasn't. He was more middle of the road, huh? Yeah, yeah. actually, they say he wasn't like super cruel. He was more like he was the hammer of the Scots yeah. for sure. He hit the Scots pretty hard with a lot of stuff. But yeah, like in the movie, yeah, they portray like that was the whole reason behind William Wallace's uprising was, you know, revenge. His family got killed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I don't know. His son's kind of, I don't know, not a good king. But the way they portray him in the movie is so like homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> like over the line, well, like, like, like something so Mel was, Gibson would do. It was like yeah. the 90s and they, you know, back then they were able to get away with that stuff in yeah. movies and. It kind of equated the, the gay with the with the wimpy, and it, it just kind of was a thing back yeah. then. Didn't age but, well. 
Do uh, not. <laughs> I watched it. I actually watched it over the course of the past two nights, and yeah, that's the one thing that stood out to me was, oh, that would not be okay today <laughs> in, in today's culture. You know. Yeah. All right. Was William Wallace brutally executed by the English king? Yes. He sure was. Yeah, he's that's the, <laughs> true. Even worse than in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, I think they Ooh. went a bit overboard. But have you ever seen the uh, the burial ground with the cage over it in Scotland? No, I don't know. What you're, you're making this up. No, there's like a grave site that has a metal cage over it just to make sure he can't come back. And I'm like, that's pretty insane, guys. Over William Wallace? I don't think it was William Wallace. I don't remember who it was. I Google it. They have a cage over a dead guy? Yeah. They're okay. like afraid that he's going to Jesus it up and come out? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Roll that stone away. Jesus just shows up. It doesn't take three days. It takes three centuries. Was Jesus Scottish? <laughs> All right, lads. <laughs> fuck wine. <laughs> Let's get the scotch. He didn't say fuck, man. Yeah, he did. We got to love it, our neighbors. I don't think anybody said that back then. Just the way you love it yourself. Did William Wallace actually sack York? No. No. He did not. He did not. <laughs> he teabagged it. I did a lot of research, Nate. I was going to say, you guys are prepared. I got a hard one. Uh, I think it's hard. Was William Wallace's father executed? No. No. Oh, I thought that was hard. That's true. So, Because <laughs> <laughs> in the movie, yeah, he that's his... Yeah. His reason death. for taking, like, leading the Scots. That was his reason, was revenge. Well, that and his dead wife. Yeah, fuck that. But actually, his dad was still alive when William Wallace was executed. Yeah. So, all right, last uh, fact or fiction. Was he just, you know, this peasant farmer? No. 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 No, William Wallace actually grew up in a land-owning family that was, like, semi-noble. Uh, his father was a knight. It was not portrayed the way it was, way it actually was. Yeah, minor nobility. Yeah, right. That's what yeah. they were. Minor it's, noble. It's kind of like Donald Trump being like, "Oh, I got a small loan of a million dollars from my dad. <laughs> I'm <notice>. a hero. <laughs> I came from nothing. I came from nothing. Yes, yeah. exactly. I, I actually have one more. Oh, okay. One All right. More. We'll we'll do one more. Did he actually score with the princess and turned her into a traitor? Turner into the Turner. Turner into the Turner. Calm down over there. If he did, he needs to be on a list, on a registry, because no, he did not. How old was she? She was nine years old. Roughly three to nine, so five. Somewhere in five or six. Too young. Too young. I mean, back then that's middle age, but yeah. But yeah, no, they actually never met. Right. Yeah, blank right. face. Do they use long spears in the military? Yes. Yes, they did. It not, was a... not the right battle, though, right? Uh, well, they use them in both battles. Mm, uh, Sterling, I didn't. Sterling, yeah, they did. Um, I I heard that they didn't use the Schultrens. So see, there's a lot of theory here, a lot of lot of folklore, right? Yeah, I was there. Okay. I was there. Yeah. Well, don't you see the kill? <laughs> You've got the kill. Yeah, I've got the kill. Yeah. Whatever you guys say today is wrong because I. Actually, so here's the thing. <laughs> that's actually that's just actually yeah. not true. So I'm just gonna list like rapid fire a bunch of shit that's not right from the movie. Oh, because okay. there's so many other there is that whole movie is fucking. I think wrong. Before the, before he does this though, they we're got not, his we're name not just, right. We're not bashing Braveheart for no, being a great, a great movie. movie. It's a great movie. Historically, no, they did not get a lot of it right no because well we they base it off of stories by blind harry which we'll get into in a minute and but then they altered that as well they also altered that yeah. yes but even more than that right a movie doesn't have to be perfectly accurate if that means a lot to you and you're portrayal. super upset about it just enjoy yeah. the goddamn movie it's a cool Dude, movie. it's like watching military movies end. with yeah. military guys or like fire movies with firefighters they're like <laughs> that isn't really gonna happen i'm like shut the fuck up it's awesome Lighten up. Yeah, it's the same thing with my wife and watching the the medical shows. She's a nurse. So she's like, they didn't even put the line in the right side. Or I'm like, uh, I, and I don't... I don't, I don't know, they, the guy got an IV. I don't think they really... Nobody really cares besides medical people. Yeah, can we just lighten up, you know? <laughs> lighten up, God guys. damn it. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, be, be critical of, of that movie, then there's a lot of 
movies that are historical movies that had to be altered for the movie. You Napoleon, know, it, it, like Napoleon, right? We talked about that last week. Yeah, they didn't even speak English. God damn it. Do we have to go through this again? <laughs> it's hard for Nate to read. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when the Maybe that was falling. me. No, but it's true. If you want the actual, accurate, true story, seriously go read the literature, right? And, and stuff yeah. like that. Because you can learn a lot doing that. It's cool. Yeah. Movies are cooler, though. <laughs> it's a little easier. <laughs> I have to say we wouldn't be talking about this if Braveheart never was a movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. I mean, and, and for a lot of people, it was like a, a spark for them to get more understanding of history, too. Right? So it's, it's cool. Lighten up. Lighten up. Anyways, I'm going to rapid fire all these inaccuracies to kind of underline that the movie was really far off. <laughs> Even though we just justified it, uh, there's a lot of stuff wrong. So there was no face paint nope. used back in the day. Longshanks died two years after William Wallace was executed, not like at the same time. Yeah. Uh, he was not portrayed by the nobleman or Robert the Bruce. Uh, this is a sad one. Plaid kilts didn't exist. Yeah, the tartan was wrong. So that's just kind of sad. Like the whole like cool parts of the battles is like when he's flipping up his thing and stuff, you know. And it's just please don't do that. <laughs> okay. Ah. <laughs> uh. So two-handed swords. Yeah. Not claymore. Used, yeah. Not used at the time. No, they they did. Uh. It, it was cool. It was heavily it disputed. It cool. <laughs> it was heavily disputed that he even married. Yeah. So he wasn't even married. Yeah. So his whole motivation for killing the English in the movie was moot. Yeah. I mean, Blind Harry said that they did, but it doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. That's that's the one thing that really sucks about all this is there just really wasn't the documentation. Right. Uh, Sterling yeah. Bridge. The Battle of Sterling Bridge, which is a key part of William Wallace's folklore. Yeah. Was missing a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the battle. In the movie? <laughs> yeah, because there really was a bridge. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he wasn't portrayed by an anti-Semitic guy. That's, Hence you know. why, you know, it's called Battle what do you of want? Bridge. I want the scotch, want please. The scotch. <laughs> scotch, scotch, scotch. Since down, we're down, talking down. about Scotland. Down into my belly. Yes. Yeah, so childhood, he was not a poor farmer. It, they kind of in the movie portrayed him like kind of like a Robin Hoodie. Came from nothing. But no, he was... Nobility, well, not like crazy nobility, but they were they weren't poor. Uh, and then this blind Harry, uh, I could not find who he actually was anywhere. He was blind and Harry. No, he wasn't. Was it you? Man, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he was actually blind. Uh, he wrote uh, the acts of deities. Uh, fucking Scottish shit. It was called. <laughs> I'm not trying to read it right now. It was called The Wallace was the poem, and that's what they loosely based yeah. Braveheart on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of that story is pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Like, it's more like a... like a It's a book. Yeah, it's like a story yeah, it's, action book. It's like in your... Like, in my mind, when I think poem, I'm thinking like Shel Silverstein, one poem per page. <laughs> not a whole novel written about this guy. Chicken and soup then, for the soul. Exactly. Like, do they just like... I don't know. They they embellished it so much. I mean, who knows if it was... I mean, maybe they didn't. Well, I mean, there was a story in there, right, where, like, I don't know, he killed some guy on a bet, cause it, or, or no, some guy was making fun of his clothes, so he killed an Englishman, and then he had to run away and, and dress up as a woman to get away. Like, there's some wild, He, he also shit. cut a line Sounds in, pretty real. in half down the length of him. What? Really? Is what I heard. Oh, I didn't see that part. It was, like, in France when he was, like, uh, trying to escape the the court or whatever i don't know i heard that i think that's like physically impossible i'm like heard it. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense i heard in a breather a different a different podcast oh, i was doing her. my research you can't listen to podcasts to make podcasts yeah um then that's just podcast squared jacob you sent me at the podcast I know. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding by the can't way have a, you can't have a soul in the podcast biz mm-hmm mm. No, I read that Sorry, he also other podcast. <laughs> I read that he lost his virginity before his dad did. William Wallace. What a man. 
That's Bill awesome. Brasky. <laughs> that sounds like some stupid Nate, shit. Nate, Nate had to think about it for a while. I'm like, that sounds like some stupid like North Korean propaganda. Oh no, he was Jesus. He lost his virginity before his dad did. There's like equations going on behind. <laughs> yeah, the, the scene from uh, The Hangover where he's counting cards that was going on in my mind. I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, God, I fucking he told his dad someday I'll teach you how to be a man. This is how you fuck. <laughs> we know when he left the house too. And he grew up and was going to move out of his parents' house. He looked his dad in the eye and said, Dad, you're the man of the house now. Okay. <laughs> Let me take my little sword with me because I didn't use a two-hander. It's hard not to do Bill Brasky with all <laughs> Bill Brasky. William Wallace was a son of a bitch. He once made love to my wife and I thanked him for it. <laughs> Sorry, keep going with the childhood stuff. <laughs> I got my jokes I was past, out. I was past the childhood. Oh. Yeah, are we done with your scripted jokes? Yeah, there's a couple of them. (laughs) I thought they were good. (laughs) Fuck you guys. All right, so let's talk about some little political turmoil in Scotland. Yeah, am I supposed to do that? Yeah, if you want to. All right. All right, so now we're going to switch into what I'll call the more concrete, tangible, here's what happened with William Wallace. So we've done a, a whole bunch of shit on the movie uh in the myth shit on the movie and the blind harry story which really is very mythical not real yeah and nate's gonna do his best to interrupt me as I, try, I will as i try to go through the the tangible history so um to get some context so here's what was happening we gotta kind of go back a little bit how King, do you think they came up with the name for jesus circles? fucking christ <laughs> when I wish you had kids so i can kick them in the fucking head of i something. do have a kid fuck you <laughs> that's mike tyson interview. i know all right, so before the era of William Wallace and this whole Scottish War of Independence that happened, there was like this time of peace with King Alexander, who was the Scottish king uh, before that time. And he died in 1286, falling off of his horse when he was drunk. <laughs> and he was going to get some tail. Fucking legend. What an idiot, you Chief know. Scotsman. <laughs> but it's cool, you know. He was drunk driving, and he was gonna go get some tail, and he died. Had a HUI. He didn't kill Horsing anybody. under the influence, except for himself. Horsing under the influence. <laughs> Sounds so, a lot worse than it is. <laughs> and actually, a, a couple of years before he died, all three of his children died too. Damn, so bad father. Family middle name was Lucky. <laughs> uh, uh, but his, first name bad. So the way that they were gonna resolve the issue of like they had no one to take over. His granddaughter was in Norway and was married off, but now they were going to bring her back as Queen of Scotland. So she wasn't, yeah, it was cool, but she wasn't ready yet. So she had to wait like five to 10 years, something like that. And what they did in the meantime was set up this temporary system of guardians, they called it. So they had this team of guardians that were ruling Scotland. They finally waited it out, and they were like, all right, we're ready to receive her, right? We're ready to... <laughs> nice. That sounds dirty, doesn't it? It's so not supposed dirty. to be dirty. She comes back from Norway to rule Scotland, and she dies on the trip. Ah, oh, So lucky. So now they're like, Maybe oh... Maybe it's not a good bloodline. No. <laughs> you know, honestly, back in the day with all the nobility and everything, all the inbreeding, they just weren't born to last. She did have three eyes. <laughs> Her middle name, too, was, was lucky, so... So after that, right, there was like 13 guys that were all like, well, I think I think I should be king of Scotland next. This is my time, right? It's me. And they couldn't decide. So for some reason, they brought in an arbitrator to help them decide on which guy should be king. Yeah. Which very smart. I don't know why you do this, but they picked the king of England. You think they would pick an unbiased right. arbitrator. Yeah. It's kind of like... <laughs> It's kind of like having a Republican primary debate on CNN and having like Joe Biden come arbitrate it. (laughs) You know, like, like you imagine Joe being like, hey, Donald, you roast beef in the oven. (laughs) Don't be like, shut up, Joe. Your wife's ugly as a dog. Okay, Joe. So anyways, they brought in Longshanks. Yeah. Which was King Edward I's nickname, because he had long legs. By the way, can I say that that's a pretty badass name? Yeah. Coming I, from a short guy. <laughs> I would like that name. Lo- I'm Longshanks. So anyways, they bring him in. It's a two-hander. And big surprise, he loads the box and gets his guy in, right? It was really between Robert Bruce, and which is not the noble guy we talked about earlier, Braveheart. 
It's actually the icky leprosy guy that looks like Nate's foot. I uh, hate that guy. By the way, movie. can you put some fucking socks on or something? I don't know. I can see your balls. You can see my ugly feet. <laughs> you can't see my balls. They sure made that guy so hateable. Yeah. In Braveheart. So hateable. <laughs> Great movie. Anyways, they had John Bailey all win the vote because basically he was the guy that was most in Longshank's pockets. Dude, basically. I was having like a fucking stroke trying to pronounce that name. Balliol? Yeah. This, I don't think I'm... Oh, by yeah. the way, I know that I suck at pronouncing things. Yeah. And by the way, we live in Illinois. We okay. know. We mentioned it last time. Damn it. God. One bad just... review and you get all sensitive. <laughs> Do you guys read the reviews? All, all the reviews? Don't read the comments. Dude. Every single one. <laughs> Apparently. He's, he's screenshots them and texts them to me. I do. He's like, He's like I'm look self-conscious. At what, look what this guy said. I want people to like us. Dude, eight people are going to say shitty things now. Uh, it's okay. I'll laugh. Hey, you know what that I counts as? Reviews. And they'll, get a, <laughs> they'll still get a free shot glass. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, that dick could just email can, us and get a free shot glass. Can I get a free shot glass from leaving a review? It's good time. You know, Zach, if you would like a uh, free shot glass right now while supplies last, you just have to leave a comment on apple podcast because it's the only one you can actually leave a written review message us on facebook and or email at historical blunders at gmail.com uh and we will ship you a free shot glass and let's uh take a break here and listen uh to a uh, word from our sponsor is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety or if you're just a human who lives in a world who is going through a hard time, therapy can give you the tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelphelp.com. That's right, Nate. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. Yeah, I'm really glad we chose BetterHelp as a sponsor for this podcast because I've had people in my own life that have uh, struggled with mental health and anxiety and depression and therapy was something that definitely helped them overcome those struggles and now they're in a much better place yeah, i mean i i use better help and so far so good yeah i mean i wasn't really talking about you oh <laughs> better help is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online it's remote and by filling out a few questions better help can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. And sometimes faster. It only took a couple hours for me. That's right. It's easy to sign up and get matched with a therapist. There's a link in our description. It's betterhelp.com slash historical blunders pod. All one word. That's right. Clicking that link helps support this channel, but it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp, so you can connect with a therapist and get the support that you need. And because finding a therapist is a little like dating, if you don't really fit with that therapist, which is a common thing with therapy, you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost, without stressing about insurance, who's in network, or anything like that. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description, or visit betterhelp.com slash historicalblunderspod. And that's betterhelphelp.com. Uh, he made a pact with France. That was uh, Balliol Balliol. He made a pact with France. And that was the issue that Edward Longshanks had with him. Is that basically he made a pact with France that if any of them were attacked or if they went to war, the other would help each other. And France and England, as you learned last week, were not friends. So what I what I read was that Edward Edwards was trying to get, get the most malleable person he could get, yeah, but then he, he ended could, up not yeah. being that way. He, he wanted someone he could control. So, I also, which is I what happens read, when you know you get a very asshole neighbor country to arbitrate your elections. And this this is what I mean earlier about how this was seven hundred years ago because I read a source where it was like. Balliol had no no hand in that pact with France. And actually, it was some of the nobles of Scotland secretly made this pact with France to make yeah. that deal. So it's like, who knows? History sucks, <laughs> but yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's it's a long time ago. This is yeah. like this is probably what our longest one, uh, our earliest topic. That we've done. That we've done, yeah, so far. Wow. So eventually, Longshanks found out about the little deal. 
and he was pissed. So he went to war with Scotland. And now this whole dance of the early story of William Wallace is over. And we enter into the realm of here's what happens with William Wallace, yeah. right? So, I mean, one of the biggest issues with uh, signing a pact, you know, with Eng- or with France is that they have to get to the UK, which is a fucking island. And do you know what actually separates Scotland and France? Water. Water and a country called England. <laughs> so, uh, that wasn't the best... Uh, ally i think well it was meant to divide england's forces i if know england went to war with two one, different people right? but also you know england's also the best navy it's like a little mini europe there right <laughs> like we can take a... on russia and england at the same time no you can't hitler <laughs> so anyways so they go to war right and the initial war that Longshanks has with uh scotland is pretty brutal yeah right basically Longshanks goes in and fucks him up and overthrows Belial. Belial gets thrown to to uh, the Pope in Italy. Yeah. He's exiled there. For some reason, you get overthrown you get taken to the Pope. Just like know. last week, I still have no idea the exiling. Like, I want to know who's in charge of that. I want to be in charge of that. It just seems like they're confused. Like, they don't know what to do. That'd be a <laughs> like good a job dog for chasing me, a car. <laughs> You know, but so so in that he sacked Berwick, and in that sacking, it was nasty. Why do we keep sacking? Is sacking. nasty. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, but so yeah, so Berwick was an actual uh, was the second most important trade city in the UK area, compared to London. It was a good port, like it was a very important city. But uh, it was twelve ninety six is when this happened because it was the first. Uh, uh, War of Scottish Independence, War of 1296. Uh, the battle, or the battle, the sacking of Berwick. Uh, the Scots had 10,000 soldiers and 12,000 civilians fighting with them. Uh, the Brits showed up, English showed up with 30,000 soldiers and 5,000 horses, like cavalry. Like, that's pretty significant military shift. Uh, what I saw was like 4,000 to like 17,000 total losses yeah he just took over and he killed everyone yeah and uh yeah so edward won it was not a hard victory for him nobody killed women children they they killed everybody yeah it's terrible it was brutal as fuck which is which is wild because like i said before they don't portray king edward the first as like this cruel monarch in history it's just like for the time like you know, that's just kind of what they did. Yeah, they did that anyways, and yeah. he was pretty normal. <laughs> he was, he was, it was like a mid-tier Nazi, right? It's like, he, he wasn't like just caught up in a bad crowd or anything, but like he also, you know. Oh, you're Scottish? So, England won. You had the uh, stone of the scone stolen. Ancient rock for coronation ceremonies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe that it was returned in 1996 yeah let me talk about that so legend has it it was a breakfast pastry that had really gotten past its prime and dried out that makes sense and each new king had to try and take a bite what kind was it it's a blueberry it was a scone yeah blueberry scone scone. cinnamon scones it was it was not a breakfast pastry was it oh (laughs) (laughs) have another drink that must have been convincing no it was it was like a red sandstone that like like they put it. They like put a chair over it, and when a king would be coronated, yeah. uh, coronation ceremony, they'd sit on it and get the crown. I got gotcha. you. Okay. But the stone of scone is like a stony scone, like an old breakfast pastry. Yeah. Yes, I got it. <laughs> That's for Becca. Yeah, you're welcome, Becca. <laughs> All right. So, uh, That's such ironically, a terrible joke. <laughs> 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 you're the only one fucking laughing right now. So, uh, ironically, no uh, my, my, uh, grandma's side of the family is the Dunbars and we are linked to Dunbar, Scotland, which is on the Southeast side, just a couple miles North of Berwick was Dunbar, Scotland. And there was a battle there where the English kind of ransacked it. And what they're saying was like that battle ended the, the war, uh, but basically gave up the low scottish lowlands to the english so good job family yeah yeah i was just gonna say about the stone of scone too they actually england finally gave it back 
1996. I mean, literally everything in England is like from another country. So like, look at this cool thing. We stole it from India. I mean, (laughs) recently didn't Scotland like, like want to get away from being in the United Kingdom? I don't know, honestly. I only read about so I th- yeah. We only read about old shit. Zach. I was gonna say God. I thought it was it was recently that some William Wallace like Braveheart people were watching the re- <laughs> recent recent Scots were 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 watching this Braveheart movie and being like inspired by it and they wanted to vote. There was a lot of young Scots who were voting to to break away from the United Kingdom, and they ultimately didn't vote to do it but it was it was close to the it was really divided is what i heard so it's kind of a you know braveheart is more than just uh, uh it was 2014 okay history like that movie could have changed history it would have been wild <laughs> have been cool and yeah. it wouldn't even have been accurate you know right uh, i was gonna make a joke like did they do that after the movie but it's like sounds they like they did <clears throat> it was actually just that yeah in uh september of 2023 53 percent of, of adults in scotland said they do not want scotland to be independent from the uk but in 2014 they actually had 55 percent of people voting to leave uh the uk but it didn't happen yeah uh but shout out to fucking jared for uh Liking our shit. He just... He, he likes just, everything. Yeah, no. Fuck you. He's, he's the thank man. Thank you, Jared. All right, so here's here's an actual William Wallace story. How about that? Right? So... Oh, we're doing this episode on William Wallace? <laughs> so, <laughs> Scotland overthrew Belial, but then they left, right? They didn't fully conquer the land of Scotland. Mean there were still some castles, right? The English had to leave. Yeah, whatever I said. You said Scottish. Whatever. The English did not fully conquer the Scots, so no, they just the lowlands, and they ended up leaving, going back to England. But then, the Scottish folks started overthrowing and revolting over the like uh, policing that the English had established yeah. in Scotland. So it actually was William Wallace, number one, had started his own revolt, and he had this buddy Andrew de Moray, poor guy. Who was a badass. Yeah, he was pretty cool. Mm. You think about like Hamish in the movie. You know, that, that red-haired guy that's really tall. It's like him. <laughs> it's like him, but imagine <clears throat> he was smarter than William Wallace. Like, yeah. actually, like they portray William Wallace as the leader. Actually, Hamish, in reality, was really more because uh, they have this key battle at Stirling Bridge. Because they overthrew the English stations in the area. And then the English started marching again on Scotland. Yeah. Right? And uh, the Stirling Bridge is a really key big moment for William Wallace because they kicked some ass. Is it? It's all centered around this wooden bridge, right? There's a wooden bridge at Stirling that's really key, and it's not a good bridge. It's very narrow. It's very long. It's not very strong. And you can only have two horses side by side cross the bridge at a time. An engineer wasn't consulted when building this bridge. Maybe one of these two. Yeah, me and me and Zach are both engineers. Just to clarify. Not civil. These two, mechanical and aren't you electrical? I'm mechanical too. Oh, you are. He's yeah. mechanical and electrical, mostly mechanical. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a engineering physics actually. Oh, that sounds even dumber. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, uh, so the English came to this bridge that sucked, and they stopped at it before crossing it because they knew. This is a bad idea, right? So they stopped there, and they tried to negotiate from one side of the bridge. On the other side was... Hey, you! What's your name? Uh, we're the English. Tony! (laughs) Fuck you, Tony! Tony, can can we cross the bridge without you attacking us? No. Oh. This is one of the best. I really hope this was a real quote. So they try to negotiate, right? And Willy Wilma states... We are not here to make peace, but to do battle to defend ourselves and liberate our kingdom. Let them come on, and we shall prove this to their very beards. William Wobmans is what you <laughs> is said. That what I said, William Wobmans. <laughs> Have yeah. more scotch. Yeah, I'm, this is a big glass of scotch. No shit, and you filled me up a big one. I'm doing. Uh, I sort. Of, I filled I, myself I, I, up do, too, do, do, do. and I'm doing better than you. I'm this is sure my second this is cup, bitch. Get, get better. Oh shit! Is it really? Yeah. Oh. I'm warm right now. Oh no. 
Yeah. And I'm not sure this is going to get better as we go along. <laughs> There's going to be some pandering at the end. <laughs> leave please, a review. <laughs> please leave a review for me. Nate, we just said Do that. it just for me. And sign up for therapy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, if you need it. <laughs> Honestly, we are in full support of that. If you need it, please use it. Use our link. <laughs> Zach, shut the fuck up. Every time you guys do this, I gotta cut shit out. Gosh, it's gonna, I'm gonna have to quit my job Wait, fucking gonna... editing this episode. <laughs> Alright, so after a few days of negotiating, the English were like, alright, dude, I guess we're just gonna cross this dude, bridge. Honestly, I wanna know how many days it was because I couldn't just imagine just chilling on one side of the bridge like, no, it's been three days. Do you think they're gonna, like, I would get so fucking bored. I think, I think eventually the English were like, well, this is gonna go bad. It's kind of like walking up to a bear trap and like looking at it and being like, should I put my foot in it? I got to put my foot in it, don't I? And they're like, yeah, you do. (laughs) It's like, and they took forever doing it, which was so dumb because the Scots had all sorts of time to plan on what they were going to do. And maybe actually find some And maybe it's, maybe this is just a blind Harry reference, but they had some kind of uh, like, like the bridge wasn't, wasn't made well, right? So they had one one thing they were gonna pull out and the bridge was gonna fall. Is that is that what really happened or is, is that, that what where blind Jenga came said? from? So it's a good question. Uh, there's a lot of tales about the bridge falling. There's a lot of tales about the bridge staying intact. It I don't know. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the, something might have happened. What for sure happens is finally the English go to cross, and this was probably the best move that the Scots did in this in this whole war era that was happening. Is they let the English cross about half their volume of people. Enough where they were like, all right, we know we can take these guys, right? So they let them get half over the bridge and then the Scots attack. Which was not known as chivalrous at the time because they were in that, yeah, they were in that weird era where it was like, you're supposed to let your enemy get ready for your attack. Yeah. Which was so fucking stupid. So stupid. I'm gonna march into cannon fire. It's like, thank you. It's like ambushing a knight and you don't have armor. And then he puts, and you have to be like, we have to wait for him to put his armor on. And then he just fucks you up. (laughs) Like, you knew (laughs) it was gonna happen. I need to protect myself. It's like going up to a guy with a shotgun and being like, is that loaded? He's like, you should load that up because I'm gonna fight you with the stick. (laughs) And (laughs) the guy just puts a hole in your chest. Anyways, there was many holes in chests. So guerrilla warfare was was alive and well at this point. Well, so that's what the Scots used. And you weren't supposed to, but they were like, fuck it. They're Scots. They the, don't care. Right, right. The problem with Scotland is full of Scots and fucking Nessie. That's what Longshank says in the so, movie. So just for a, for a side, sidebar here, uh, I think that guy would have made an, a fantastic lion in Wizard of Oz. The way he rolls <laughs> yes. his, his R's... <laughs> <laughs> routed are we sure it's not the same guy <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't. no those the same were, face they were so far apart were they <laughs> yeah no you're you're right yeah the problem was Scotland. dude wizard of oz was the first movie in color yeah oh that's right i don't know I don't that's why the shit. witch is green don't you remember from our episode? Are you going to get all mad at me? Did you guys drinking... do a Wizard of Oz episode? No, we did a witch a- episode. Do you not listen to the podcast? Can we listen to that episode? Yeah, I can't talk either. <laughs> Gotta love scotch. All right, anyways. All right, so the English wanted to use their cavalry. That was the strength of England at the time. Uh, and that was something that worked really well in the military during that period. Is like a heavy cavalry charge. Basically was unstoppable if you didn't have the right defenses for it. I think cavalry I now. means horses. The more you know. <laughs> no, I so they they brought over the cavalry and their forces were focused on that and they come over, but then the Scots had long spears to defend that. And they used something called Chiltrins. And Chiltrins was a formation where you had basically just a bunch of spearmen set up in like a hedgehog formation that were really tight and they they like pointed out their spears so horses couldn't overrun them no so essentially a horse would run at it and they would run into the spears and get impaled and then the knight would fall into it and then they would just hack the knight to pieces that's a really good plan it did work 
As long as you have spears that are long enough. Spears that are twice the length of men. Well, some men are longer than others. You've been talking to your mother, haven't you? <laughs> That's <laughs> so. <laughs> so they waited until they had just enough people where they were confident they could overtake the English, and then they did. Yeah. So what what happened is they they decimated the force that had crossed the bridge, right? And then you have people panicking and running back from one side to the other side. So they're trying to cross this tiny bridge and panicking and running away. So people were now falling off the bridge. There are some accounts, like Zach said, where the bridge actually was collapsed. destroyed and collapsed. And there were some people that tried to cross the river on their own that had armor on and stuff like that. So, like, if you imagine during the battle, <laughs> right? Knights are not very mobile. Right. So that that definitely played into it. And there was just this huge, like panic kind of in the english yeah. army where they should not have done this they got messed up and they just were totally out of sorts in this battle it was a huge win for the scots so my big question is when they were coming across the bridge did they just like get to the other side and they're like we're still waiting one sack yeah i mean so that's the thing is at the time the scots were fighting for their freedom freedom jesus fuck <laughs> i had to do it <laughs> you know it, and what was what were the English soldiers fighting for? Uh, what were the shoulders fighting? What were the shoulders? I don't know. Probably the same thing as the arms and the hands. <laughs> English, English. Oh my gosh. The English basically. What were they fighting for? World Nothing. domination. So, so you, that better is ha- you better have twice the amount of English soldiers. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. And actually, a lot of the English forces were like the Welsh. Mm. which were not really from England's island. They just like brought them over from Wales and we're like, which is literally right there too. So it's absolutely true. Throughout all of the wars, the Scots were highly outnumbered, but it didn't really matter because they fought obviously with more uh, ambition, right? I mean, it's for your, for your homeland. Exactly. I guess for English, um, maybe is that you don't want to (laughs) die. Well, that's probably, (laughs) apparently it wasn't good enough, you know? Yeah. What do you want out of this war? I don't know. I just like to, you know, not die. Yeah. So, anyways, victory was had by the Scots. Victory. <laughs> <laughs> so, any, anyways, anyways, so victory was had, and then Andrew Demore Hamish unfortunately died. He was mortally wounded. He was mortally wounded. Didn't make it out of the fight. Finish him. Which is sad because it was like he was. He, it come it comes to fruition later, but he was really the the general mind of the military and the Scots. Like he was the the guy really behind the curtain, yeah. doing stuff, right? Because also in the battle, fortunately, the English treasurer died, and he was an asshole. He used to flay uh, a lot of Scottish prisoners of war that he would take in. So flaying means like you cut off a strip of their skin and then you use it to brandish some of your equipment. Like you got to keep in mind, right? This is the 1200s. These people are crazy, right? Yeah. It's like even William Wallace and uh, Good Andrew DeMore and Robert Bruce. These guys are not Robert like... the Bruce, not Robert Bruce. You forgot the. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so it's much. not old Bobby Bruce over there. <laughs> so, but these guys are savages yes like they don't that is the only way to put like medieval times yeah savages like they they paint them as a moral do good like in the movie and stuff they were brutal men yes right so what (laughs) william wallace does is he takes that guy who died Mm -hmm. and then he flays him he skins off from foot to head a strip of his skin and he brandishes it on his weapons yeah i thought he filleted him up and like grilled him Oh my god. That's some Hannibal Lecter type shit. <laughs> You're learning from me. <laughs> Stupid fucking joke number four. Yeah. Number four? Number four. Cooked him on a grill with some salt and pepper. <laughs> this is just gonna pepper. slowly evolve into just constant like energetic mumbling. Shout out a turtle. Cut like and comment. <laughs> So at this time, right, because he did that and because Hamish died, 
Andrew DeMore died. Yeah. He was now like the ruler of Scotland. He was, he was placed... the leader of the rebellion. All right. He's, so he's the he's the talent. <laughs> so so now William Wallace is at the height of his Scottish yes. prominence. That did not last long. But yes, he is he got the win. You know, he's the leader. Uh it's like my glory days of high school. Yeah, state champion. You know, short-lived, but wonderful. State you know, champion. Best time of my life. It was at this point in the movie. Hey, Zach, no. are you a state champion? <clears throat> uh, I am not. Jake, are you? But I am. I was a state champion backup lineman. Fuck yeah, that's the best. <laughs> or, I was know, there eating pork you, chops. You can either do the state championship backup lineman or the well, MVP of a team that didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, Zach was the MVP. <laughs> so, yeah, he's my hero. Ah, the glory days. Yeah, the glory days. I can't believe we talked about that in this podcast. So <laughs> it's alright. It happens. How much you want to bet I could throw a football over the mountains? <laughs> Calm down, Rico. Uncle Rico. <laughs> but it was said that at that time William Wallace had counted to infinity twice. <laughs> no, I think at this point in the movie, I'm I'm going back to the movie because I just watched the movie. In the movie, they talk about he parted. <laughs> He parted the English like the Red Sea. You know, this is when they started bringing the the folklore uh, into the movie. He was Jesus or something, right? Moses. He's becoming more than himself. Wasn't it Moses that parted the Red Sea? He he was seven feet tall, and he was he was he was like shooting fire from his eyes. Right. You know, it's it's true. He actually was tall too, which is kind of funny. He was almost uh, he was six six or something like that. Was he really? Yeah. Which would have been a giant back then. He was, especially that long ago. Yes. Freaking Xerxes wasn't even that tall, was he? Nobody had corn back then. Yeah, he definitely, his legend was growing immensely at that time. Yeah. So after that, after that time, they had won the Battle of Stirling, right? The Scottish forces really had the upper hand over the English. So what they did was they kind of, they even moved into some of the English territories and started dominating like the cities in that area. Yeah. They kind of had their victory lap is one way to put it but then william wallace or not william wallace (laughs) but then longshanks uh made peace with france gathered his forces and then went back to scotland with a force that was definitely formidable formidable enough to dominate the scots at that time yeah so the scots knew that and they did guerrilla type warfare mostly for that time period. That's the best way to attack a bigger army, right? And they, because frankly, they didn't stand a chance when they saw him face to face. Yeah, head on is not the way to go against that. But uh, and actually, it was working pretty well because Longshanks' army was starting to like have mutinies because the Welsh in there especially didn't want to be there, and then because of the guerrilla type attacks, they were starving actually. So it was working pretty well for the yeah. scots until uh the english got word of where the scott camp was at falkirk and they knew that they were going to ambush them so they went to face them head on so at falkirk there was irish fighting with the english is that is that true when they when they came to the they came to the middle did they did they shake hands and, no. and, and hug each other no. or did that not actually happen no they they you know they and, didn't like magically switch sides in the battle no they okay. stabbed each other no so this battle did not go as well as sterling bridge because long number one like longshanks was there and he was a much more intelligent commander than the guy that was there before his name was uh, Sully. yeah and he sucked for the english <laughs> But Longshanks was there, and what they did was kind of brilliant. So the Scots had four Shiltrons of a thousand men each, really tight formations with all, like a hedgehog formation. Imagine a bunch of people really tight with uh, long spears pointing yeah. in every direction. And then also a part of that, they outside of that, they weirdly had like archers and cavalry for the Scots, like not very many. But that got completely overrun by the English heavy cavalry. The Number fat one, horses. The fat, Nate's fat horses. And then uh, the Shiltrons were still pretty defensible against the cavalry. But Longshanks isn't an idiot. So what he does is pretty brilliant. He surrounds the Shiltrons each. He kind of divides them up. So, so when, I'm, when I'm thinking of the Shiltrons, it's, it, it reminds me of like 300 where, they're, where yeah. they're all boxed in. And actually in the Napoleon movie, they portray it good in the squares, yeah. right? Yep. 
So in the Battle of Waterloo, that at least in the movie, they show a bunch of use of the squares where it's the same thing, right? A bunch of guys in a tight unit, and they all point out their bayonets to keep the cavalry from yeah, overrunning. But then with spears. Right. So Longshanks sure. isn't an idiot, though, right? So he sees all that, and he pulls back his cavalry. But then he brings up his longbowmen, right? The, the archers. And basically, they pin these Shiltrons in their own kind of area, yeah. and then they just fire on them with arrows. And it just decimates the Shiltrons. You know what's very ineffective against arrows? Spears. Right. <laughs> and and <laughs> not even that, though, but the Scots didn't have, like, armor. Yeah, these were all poor armors, guys. They didn't, I mean, some of them at the time did have shields and stuff, but right. it's kind of hard when you don't see an arrow flying at you. Yeah. So they got torn apart by that to the point where, like, they just ended up it, disbanding the yeah. Shiltrons, and then they, they really got decimated. Then. They got decimated. So yeah. it, the the battle itself was number one; it shouldn't have been fought, right? And number two, it ruined William Wallace's career as a general. Yeah. Basically, basically, he had a highlight reel of the Battle of Sterling and a couple guerrilla tactics, and then it was game over so right and his strength wasn't so much in like military command no. it was more at like motivating people gathering people being intimidating like prep he, talk yeah like yeah i get yeah it's like that because yeah. he who he, wants to go die for scotland well he also used to kill people if they wouldn't join him too so like he wasn't like this great like, oh fuck yeah. let's just say <laughs> well, we're gonna go fight he because was otherwise at, he's gonna chop you in half Right, he was good at getting a force together. And yeah. he wasn't like like this saint either. No, he, he was he not killed, a saint. He killed savage women too, right? That's what I read is that he yeah. killed women. Absolutely. And yeah. then just to, just to like burning down, you know, you know the crops. Wall, yeah. And, the wall like he was he was ruthless. Yeah. Yeah, he was not he was not without fault. Yeah. So this is the battle that really reinforces the thought that Andrew DeMore was the brilliant general mind yeah. and William Wallace wasn't so much, right? Uh, so he was the brute. Yeah, so after that, only like a month later, he's uh, he resigns as Guardian of Scotland and Robert the Bruce takes over. Thank you. <laughs> and after that time, it's kind of disputed what happens with William Wallace. The real Braveheart. Right. Yeah, not yeah. Bobby Bruce. Right. No, it was Bobby Bruce. Fuck. Bobby Bruce is that icky guy that looks like your foot. <laughs> fucking rude. <laughs> so anyways, after this time, it's kind of disputed what happens with William Wallace, but indications are he probably went to France to try yeah. and vie for support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As we've now learned, we cannot do a... French I'm not accent. even going to try it. I can only do Italian. We can make it Italian. Definitely can't do Trumps. Jesus. Definitely not that either. Neither can I. It's all right. So I, so what I read was that he, he was a prisoner in France eventually. Yeah. So there is a story where he was arrested in France and they were like, this is wild too. They even like contacted Longshanks. Mm -hmm. It was like, hey, we have William Wallace. Do you want him? And apparently Longshanks was like, nah, fuck that guy. They're like, well, just just hold him. Yeah, they're like, right? don't, you guys can keep. Don't him execute him. Don't, don't you know? Which don't send him back here so we can execute him. Just hold him. We're kind of done with him. Yeah. yeah, like there's also stories where he went to Italy to try and talk to the Pope about support too, which kind of it kind of does make sense. Like in general, with him going places to vie for support. Yeah, because he was better at that stuff than like military command obviously like maybe that's what they were like all right here's your job now go yeah. get some help anyways he comes back to scotland after a couple of years uh and then starts <laughs> leading revolts again classic william wallace god damn it <sighs> can't stay away from those revolts but then he gets betrayed it's like an addiction man eventually in 1305 john de menteith who I think is probably an ancestor of Judas, betrayed William Wallace and had him arrested by the English. <gasps> no! Apparently, William Wallace had slain his brother in battle. Is the story. I mean, that kind of pissed me off. So he well, has, Depends he, on what brother. A little Andy, salty. Andy got bribed by the English, right? 
Yeah, I mean, there was there was like rewards out for William Wallace at that time because he was doing revolts again. Longshanks was like, "God damn it, we should just fucking taken him from France." Yeah. Why didn't he just kill him? I don't know because, uh, dude, rulers are stupid. I think that's what it is, and it probably like frankly, right? It probably wasn't Longshanks like we're talking about it today. It wasn't like his number one concern. You know, he had a lot of mutinies. So Longshanks too, we should say, his time as a ruler was really about expanding the empire yeah he did a lot of uh crusades or like not crusades but he would move into like wales and then he would establish castles so a lot of the castles there are called edwardian castles it's actually a pretty common thing for him to try and like put stations in to take over places places, so like it's also hard to maintain that after that happens like he did with scotland that's why he tried to move into scotland so you know he Kind of bit off more than he could chew sometimes. Yeah. But anyways, this does happen where Wallace starts revolting again. And he's like, fuck this guy. Put a reward out to, to take him out. And he gets him, basically. Right? Yeah. And then the execution. Yep. They tickle his feet and then he passes out and dies. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the way to go, man. Not really. Uh, <laughs> so, William Wallace was uh, made basically an example of if you defied England. And just to reference back to... I'm, I'm drawing comparisons to the movie in reality <laughs> here. That is actually the most accurate part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's they, the most documented they, part of his life. Well, and they don't they don't go into full detail of what actually happens, but they do a good job of of kind of. You, you can't know, show it in a movie. You even. can't even yeah. show it in a movie, or else yeah. it'd be you know. Zach, tell us what happens. <laughs> or so, do you want me to um, do it? I can do it. I, I can do my best. Uh, so, <laughs> they they stripped him naked, and they pulled him through the what was it? Was it London where they yeah, were? Yeah, it was London. London. So they so they drug him through London by horse, t- tied up naked. Uh, they Man, just imagine all the women just like. Well, he was <sighs> six foot six. Uh, I mean, apparently the the legend was he was six feet tall, and they actually mentioned that in the movie too. And he like laughs because in the movie Mel Gibson is not six seven feet tall. He's not. He's not seven feet tall. I don't think he's six <laughs> feet tall. No. Anyways, so they so they get him up to where they're gonna. They're gonna kill him. Actually, before they do that, I should back up. They they hang him by the neck until he almost dies. You know, passes out. So after that, after they almost they almost kill him doing that. So what they do is they cut off his his private uh not the parts. family jewels. So they disembowel him, which means they they slowly remove his intestines uh, as a, as a form of torture, and then they can proceed to burn both his his genitals and and his his bowels in front of him um at which point he's almost dead or already dead and they they behead him so that's about as gruesome as it can get uh it doesn't go quite into that detail in the movie braveheart thankfully i don't know i think Um, i'd prefer that better I don't think he shouts out freedom <laughs> at the very end either. A fact or fiction part of this that I was going to have is, do they actually dismember him and, and put the different parts of him in different cities within England? Yes. They, they do that they, as they a do warning that. to the Scots. They Dude, that do is that. just so crazy to me is that they kill him and then draw and quarter him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That... They, they put a spike on London Bridge with his head. Yeah, so it's a means of saying, hey, Scotland, don't revolt again. You, that's why they didn't want to fucking leave the UK. But it was a stupid idea. Yeah. Because, like, what are you going to think as a Scotland oh. looking at your hero cut in half or cutting quarters, yeah. right, and hanging in front of you? Like, I'd be like, this is stupid. I'm pissed. Yep. And that's how it, how it actually worked out was people were not scared. They were more angry and they actually fought against england later on well you had a bunch of angry drunk scottish people and that part of the that part of the end of the movie was actually true yeah the last 15 minutes of the movie real accurate (laughs) (laughs) pretty much with with robert the bruce the real braveheart yep really taking it to england and and he overthrew uh king edward the second is the king he overthrew really tough task his you know 
He was a tough his guy. What? His he, what? He was a tough guy. <laughs> so that's kind of the end of the story of William Wallace. But I will say, you know, I, I keep I keep referencing Braveheart, you know, because that's all the research I did. Apparently, <laughs> is no, you is, just enjoyed the movie. It's it's dramatized, of course, yes. but it's it's popular because we all have things that, whether it be high school or 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 our jobs or the government that we that we don't really appreciate what they do sometimes. It's always good to have an underdog story where somebody actually takes it to them and doesn't give up their principles at the end of the day. They they're it's, it's a martyr type thing. Yeah. But they don't give in to what the man has to say. The man's dragging us down. I mean, it's it's the epitome of fight the oppressor story. Yeah. Right. Yes. I mean, and it's... that's why it's so. That's why it's such a good movie. Sure, if they if they told it like, it's a very like it actually happened, it probably wouldn't be such a big movie. But that's why you know it's it's no it's, one's gonna want to watch a movie where that's know, why it resonates so well. Yeah, right. Yeah, because everybody sure. has something where they're they're feeling maybe oppressed by something or they something. Need the freedom, and they need to fight back. And and William Wallace does it flawlessly uh, in the movie Brave. Yeah, there we go. That's my take on it. But yes, make sure you comment on Apple Podcasts to receive your free Historical Blunders shot glass so you can take a shot with mine and Jake's face on it. <laughs> we make really, it sound like that. No one's going to We lie. really want that. <laughs> That's what makes us sleep at night. Not only that, but we're embracing each other. We are. That was... Uh, <laughs> That was one of the most weirdest experiences of my life. We'll it talk was about that a little bit. <laughs> we went to my friend's at work. My friend Joe at work calling. Yes, Joe. thank you, Joe. But <laughs> so, I really hope his neighbors. Sit on your moped with my friend. And I really hope neighbors were looking like, oh hey, look, there's friends. Why are they sitting on the moped and he's taking pictures? Yeah, it was weird. You guys They're might want to change your picture. No, it's okay. I love it. <laughs> no, it's perfect, dude. It's perfect. We're smiling in that. Also, we're so happy. Also, like on, right on this specific episode, you can review me. All right. What's our next episode? Wild West. We're going to do Wild West Medicine, right? Yes. Yeehaw, cowboy. Yeehaw, motherfuckers. It's just crack and meth, right? That they mixed into stuff. I no, don't it's know. just cocaine for kids. We'll figure it <laughs> All right. With that, I think we'll wrap up. Thanks, guys. See you next time. See you next time in two weeks. Fuck yeah.